0: Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Linaway, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Hey, everybody. I just want to make a quick announcement. We are, Lord willing, going back to the Holy Land. So, the Encounter Tour has been rescheduled May 4 through 14. I'll say that again, May 4th through 14, 2021, the Encounter Tour to Israel. So excited. It's been rescheduled. Lord willing, all plans will be go. And I'd love to have you join us. So if you want more information, check out the show notes. There'll be a link, but also you can go to madisontravel.com. And you can look it up under Rachel and Michael Inouye. I-N-O-U-Y-E is the last name. And it'll tell you a little bit about the Encounter Tour. So excited to encounter the Holy Land, encounter the people that go together, and encounter Holy Spirit in new ways. Hope you can join us. Thanks. Okay, welcome everyone to the Real Deal. I just have a returning guest, Tabitha. You have been on all three seasons of the Real Deal. Wow. Season one, you were I one feel of my so honored. Yeah. <laughs> you were one of my first guests, and in season one, and in season two, we did a little. Uh, we're gonna do this uh, best we can. Talk about the pandemic, and then season three. So there's a reason why I reached out to you and wanted you to do this. There's a big reason, and we're going to talk about the bulk of that. But some people maybe haven't listened to The Real Deal until now. So without me doing coffee, tea, morning bird, night owl, all those same questions that I asked you in session one, I want you to introduce yourself with what you'd say, and then I'm going to tell the audience some things that I would say about Tabitha Deller, everyone. Tell me how you introduce okay. yourself.
1: Well, it is so, so good to be here again in season three, and any time that I have the opportunity to have a conversation with Rachel Inouye is a blessing beyond anything I could ask or imagine, because she just exudes Christ, and I know I'm supposed to be introducing myself, but it's so funny, because I can't do that without saying that first, and so I love having conversations with you, Rachel, and you are the real deal. And so a little bit about me. My name is Tabitha Deller, and I am married to Steve. We have been married for 22 years. Wow. Which My favorite number. Which... When this airs, it may air on or around my birthday, which I turn 44 this year. So I have spent half my life married to yeah. the man of my dreams, my Prince Charming. And so we have four boys, Joshua, Caleb, Nathan, and Isaac Joshua's 19, Caleb 17, Nathan 15, and Isaac 13. And I can go through that really quickly because they're the odds right now. <laughs> and they are all teenagers. So um, we have. While the world has been crazy the past few months, we have truly enjoyed being a family. And so when I introduce myself, I cannot introduce myself without including my family because they are just a huge part of who I am. And so I'm also a Bible study author, speaker, and teacher. So I love God's Word. I love reading God's Word, learning from God's Word, but also um, not just learning it for myself, but being able to apply it and mm. then be able to teach others about it. And allow them to get excited and passionate about God's Word as well. And so my first book and Bible study that we discussed on the first right. episode was, was, called. was called, and that was a 10-week Bible study, and I have just released my second book, and Bible study, called Brave and so that is has just released and it is a seven week study and I'm just thrilled that I get to do this again. I get to teach it in groups again. I get to spread the word about God's word because that is my highest calling.
0: Yeah. It's so exciting, Tabitha. And I would want to say everybody that Tabitha is a go getter (laughs) and she is a go getter along with get her done. Like like literally you achieve a lot. And I don't think you should ever shy away from the high achiever that you are. It's part of the way God made you. You're a momentum builder in other people. Uh, You cause the ball to roll. And Tabitha, I see God saying, go for that, Tabitha. Never when somebody says, how can you do all that? Or even shame you with your energy. I say no in Jesus name. You are a go-getter and you move other people into um, their calling as well and You call them to be brave. And so both of your Bible studies are really part of who God has made you be. And we only impart what we, we only give away and impart what we carry, right? And this is so silly. I didn't plan to do this, but in my Bible, this is the weirdest thing. You impart that go-getterness. You impart that momentum because can you see this? This is uh, dental floss. Oh, yes. Who keeps (laughs) dental floss in their Bible? Well, I was speaking one time. This is about impartation. Being able to give away what we carry. You give away that bravery. You give away that sense of I'm called and so are you. I was standing up on stage, and you know me. I don't have a lot of filters, so I say whatever's on my <laughs> mind at the time, and sometimes it's just so Holy Spirit, and other times it's just so Rachel. And I go, you guys, just before I walked up here, I had an apple, and have you ever had a piece of the meat of an apple stuck in the molar? And I cannot get it out, and I'm speaking at this camp place, and... No matter what, I cannot find my dental floss. And I'm like, you know, okay, I'm done. I'm done making my tongue go over there and think about it, blah, blah, blah. And this lady runs up with dental floss. You know, who doesn't have certain things in their purse, right? So not a piece, but like the actual little container. And I used it, excuse me, everyone, turned around, did this little dental floss thing, got the big piece of apple that was stuck in my tooth. And then I've been keeping this in my Bible because I said to them, this is not an accident. I was going to talk to you Mm. about you only can give away what you carry. Mm. And she Mm. carries dental floss. So she's able to give it away. Do you carry joy? Do you carry Mm. peace? Do you carry courage? You know, like when God's taught you something, Mm. it's beautiful. It's not just for you, though. It's for others. And I love Mm. how you do that, Tabitha. I love how you are a go-getter. And you're a get-or-done girl, but then you cause that as a catalyst Mm. in others. So I just bless that in you, and I say more for what the Holy Spirit is doing in you. And I don't know that you feel this way, but I don't ever want you to shrink away from it. Mm. So, Oh, thank you. I I really do. I, I think it's amazing. Okay, so called and now brave. When we were on the phone the other day, you said something about one of them feels like your firstborn, and the other is like <laughs> s- subsequent ch- children. Would you tell me a little bit about that? Because it's so yes. true. Call you kept called you kept a little closer to you, right? Mm-hmm. A little more control. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, and it's funny that you said that. There's such a correlation with what you just encouraged me with by not holding back and not feeling shamed or whatever by the energy and that kind of thing, because. Brave almost was not because of insecurities and okay. shying away from being brave myself to publish it. And so I and that goes along with what you were saying, how I compare compared the two and likened them to our children. Yeah. And so as if you are mamas out there listening, you know that firstborn is your first child. It's like, you know, he or she is like this precious little thing that you don't want to break. You've never had (laughs) a child before. You don't know what they need and how they function and your role as a mama. And so you keep them so close to yourself. You make sure they're on that schedule and they get their... They get fed when they need fed. They get to <laughs> bed when they need to get to bed. And nothing interrupts that flow. And and I don't know about you, but I just was so protective of my firstborn. I wanted to make sure that I did everything I could protect him. And so for my firstborn book baby called, I did that. I was a micromanager. I wanted to make sure I launched her well. And I made, make sure that every group that was doing this study that I could interact with the teacher or facilitator to make sure that they understood everything. And so honestly, I was being a little bit of the Holy spirit instead of Tabitha Deller. (laughs) And not truly releasing and trusting God's way with this book. Now, he did. Do his thing with called, but called was just very near and dear to my heart, and I was a very protective mama of that firstborn. Now brave comes along, yeah, and again brave almost was not because of insecurity. So I wrote brave right after I wrote called in two thousand fourteen. Okay, I published called in two thousand eighteen. I wrote brave in two thousand fifteen, and for five years I have made excuses. I have said, well called was a book and a Bible study a ten chapter book with a study guide you okay. know at the end of each chapter and 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 I compared brave to that I thought I need to she needs a little more work and and I'll get her um, in a better you know place to be published and she just it's it's not perfect okay. I think I need to work on it a little more and I just made every excuse in the book I would look back on the teaching videos and I would think. Well, they, they were recorded when I first taught the study, and they're not as professionally done as the call videos and everything. I would just pick apart everything. Okay. Until the Lord... <laughs> through a series of conversations. So women would finish up the study called and that then their natural question was, Tabitha, do you have anything else? Praise God. We want to do, we want to do something else. What else do you have? And I would just, you know, say, well, there is this one little thing I could share with you. Maybe I'll just send you a digital copy, let you preview this, the teaching videos, mm-hmm. see if it's something you'd want to do. Well, they're like, yes. We want to do it. So on a Friday afternoon, I got a call from one of those ladies who had previewed the study, watched some of the teaching videos, was was looking into doing it with her little group of five ladies. And she called me on a Friday afternoon and she said, Tabitha, I have heard from the Lord. And this study is for now, for 2020, for everything that this crazy world is going through we need to be brave women of God, and you don't need to hide this from the world. Right. It is time. Now is the time for such a time as this. Brave needs to be published. She said, what do you need to do to get it in print? I will help you.
0: Wow. That was on
1: a Friday afternoon, two weeks to the day. Brave was up on Amazon. Yep. I publi- I self-published it through Kindle Direct Publishing. Yep. So for 2 weeks, I just worked around the clock with some friends helping me edit, helping me, you know, get yep. get it, get it um, presentable for publishing and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, so she's here in the world now. And so di- again, as we compare our book babies to yeah. our actual children. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, they have different personalities. Right. Called is. And They'll you call
0: ahead. your bur- books girls because you had four boys, which I think I that's so cute. When you introduce that on your Instagram, you're like, yes. I'm just going to refer to them as she because yes. I don't have girls to talk about. It, it was cute. Girls.
1: I don't have girls. So I have to call them she. But yes, they are different. They have different personalities. Even in the publishing process, when I got the, the proof to look at it, Brave's font is bolder. It's it's a different font than yeah. called. The margins are a little wider. They go like kind of outside the normal margin. And at first, I was like, mm, I probably should change that. And then the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart. Just like your children are different and have personalities, these books. These Bible studies are different. They have different messages. They have different personalities. And you are to leave it as is for now. <laughs> you are to get it out there, not hold up the works any longer. Yeah. Because it's time. Now is the time. And so she's out there and she's she's available on Amazon. And this week um, that we're recording this yeah. has been launch week and it has been a blast to just spread the word, share some quotes from the study, share yeah. some scripture from the study, and it's just been,
0: it's been a blast. Can you give me, well, number one, did you mean there's more margin around brave? There's more like blank space on the way it's laid out or reversed? No,
1: there's less. So okay. it, so it's brave. It's bold. It goes beyond I get the it. normal margins, yeah. you know. So, which is yeah. so good,
0: which is so good. And I love that because it fits. It really does yeah. fit the, the. The theme of what you're talking about. So when people started signing up and people started coming on board, I'm going to say, coming mm-hmm. on board with mm-hmm. you, you even told me when we were talking once that people are having ideas. They're presenting you with ideas. And mm-hmm. that was a little different than your first child where you control things a little bit. How has that been? And has have, have some things surprised you or just delighted you?
1: Yes, absolutely. So with the first child called, I you know it's almost like the birthday parties we throw for our children you know they 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 get less and less extravagant with each child or that the children are looking back at the photo albums and that fourth child yeah. is like what Where are the pictures of me? You have so many, you know, that kind of thing. So with called, I did a big launch party and I invited my close friends Mm -hmm. and family and it was beautiful and it was very significant for that first book. And we circled around called like literally held hands, circled around it, laid our hands on the books and prayed that God would would, um, spread the word, get the message out. And I did do a lot of the legwork but I did it myself, again, controlling. Mm -hmm. I was sending emails to ministry leaders. I was reaching out to podcast hosts and bloggers and that kind of thing. Well, this time around with Brave, I just felt really led to ask people to come alongside me to build a team, a launch team. And so I I thought I'm going to pick... 50 ladies, I'm going to get 50 of the books and I'm going to send them out because I don't have an agent, a publisher, a marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. team. I'm doing this myself, you know, and I'm going to just bless them with a book and a little gift and some other things. We're going to rally together and I'm going to pick their brain and allow God to use their brave ideas, their creativity, Yes. Who God's how he's wired them individually so we all came together there ended up being like 42 on the team we had a a zoom call an initial zoom call and and since then we have just back and forth we have a private facebook group um these ladies are phenomenal Wonderful. the ideas that they came up with i would have never in a million years thought to reach out to counselors as for to offer brave to these Christian counselors um, or counseling centers as a resource for their clients. Or, you know, I'd always thought about college campuses because my heart is for that age yes. group, um, that young adult woman. But this went beyond, they were having ideas like coaches, high school coaches or mentors, various people like that. And so it has just been a blast to watch God raise up an army of women to say we want to be a part of this right we want to help you in this and it's just
0: blowing me away right oh it's beautiful and you know tabitha i i just saw a picture you know i don't know but i see that some people are the point of the spear and the other people are the as the arrowhead mm-hmm. or the spear goes back mm-hmm. there that's actually a broader spot than the point right mm-hmm. but you're going forward and brave has an arrow on it so i wasn't even trying mm-hmm. to be this way but that's the yes. truth mm-hmm. the point of the spear gets shot out that's you mm-hmm. and there are other people that are coming along behind you mm-hmm. kind of in that tri- triangular form you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's more there'd be two then there'd be three mm-hmm. then there'd be four until you get this army of wow. people but you're all going forward mm-hmm. in what god has called each of you to do and that is really the way the body works. We link arms, we link shields. Uh, in the kingdom, we advance with our armor on, but we come together so that nobody can be penetrated because we're all together. So right. I think it's a really beautiful picture of what's, what's God, what God is doing t- in you, but also yeah. in the earth. And he wants us to stick together and all of that. So that, that is so good. I think it's fun for me because Tabitha lives in Pennsylvania, everybody, not near me <laughs> at all. And we met when you were working on CALLED. And you literally were doing some of your first Xeroxing copies. Now, Called has been born and done a great thing in the world. And I, I don't think it's done at all. But then I w- happened to call you, I remember what street I was on, when I was just like, I just feel like I need to call Tabitha and see how she's doing. And you were formatting for the Brave, yes. so which is kind of fun because there isn't a Xerox copy of Brave. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, ooh, I I feel like I've been in a labor room in a sense, you know, and I was <laughs> one of those holding hand going, puff, blow, yeah, you can yeah. do it, you know, and, and, and I'm day, just so I'm, proud of yeah. you.
1: I remember that day so vividly, Rachel, because I believe it was absolutely no mistake because I was in a a very frustrated moment of formatting. I was like, why is it? Because with um, Kindle Direct Publishing, you have to have it formatted just right for it to be approved for printing, and something was just not working on my end. And I kept having to tweak it and kept having to have my husband help me a little bit. And it was something I wanted to do on my own. And I just, you know, it was in that frustrating moment and Rachel called and it was absolutely no mistake because the prayer that she prayed over me in that moment and literally like the next time I hit submit, it went, well, you go, it was approved. went.
0: It went through or something like that. I felt like, <laughs> okay, we're so not cute. in transition anymore. This baby's head is out. I mean, it was just cute. It was so. so
1: it was just amazing. And I love God's timing and God's um, plan and purpose for each of us is unique. Just like for each of our works and our studies is unique. And I'm excited to add, I, I know this is your podcast, um, the real deal, but I'm excited to hear a little bit more about your next baby. Yeah. Because... So sorry to put you on the spot there, but we have been also praying for the birthing process for you a little bit, Yes, and I'm just excited to get to watch He Speaks get out into the hearts and hands of women everywhere. (laughs)
0: I do. I want to answer you about that, and I want to tell you a little bit about that process. Uh, But before we do that, (laughs) called had all of the verbs and mm-hmm. brave the word itself is the points right can you just yes. tell us what brave signifies cuz it's an acronym right for it different is. things
1: it is so so yes yeah, sorry to jump the gun no that's there. fine and <laughs> i and i
0: will answer cuz i'm excited to tell you a little bit about it yes. we've talked yes. a little bit about it but yeah. i want to give you the background yeah. and and i'm in that phase so i i want to share some it would yeah. be great
1: okay good Okay, good. So, uh, so yes, BRAVE, like I said, is a seven-week study. So the first week is BRAVE Basics, and we just kind of cover the difference between what the world says bravery is and what God's Word mm. says bravery is. So that's week one. So then the five middle weeks, again, kind of like the called had the six middle verbs. So the five middle weeks of BRAVE are actually an acronym for B-R-A-V-E okay. for the B stands for boldly believe and that week we take a look at the lives of Joshua and Caleb and how they boldly believed God. And what I'll do right now is I will share a quote from each week. Great. With Cause I was going to as ask I'm you talking. that. Um, so the first week, like I said, brave basics, the quote that kind of sums that up is bravery is all heart, but it doesn't forget its head. Mm. So I, The Lord just kind of spoke that to me, that we are called to love Him with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. And sometimes people get an image of bravery as just full-on, passionate, heart is fully engaged, and we're going for it. And that is bravery. But God's Word reminds us that that full-on has to be tempered with loving Him with our mind as well, having wisdom having godly discernment when we are to go and to act and to move. And it's not about us. It's about him. So it's good. that is the, the f- first week. Mm-hmm. So second week, bold the B is boldly believe. And we take a look at the lives of Joshua and Caleb. And the quote that sums that up is we must have a perspective that points us to the promise. And Joshua and Caleb boldly believed God at his word. When others saw giants in the land, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. heard God's promise mm-hmm. ring true in their hearts. They yep. knew that they certainly could do it and they weren't going to back down. Week three, the R, it stands for radically reach. And that week we st- we study the life of Ruth. Okay. And that um, quote that kind of sums that up is faith is made firm as we faithfully follow now Ruth had to radically reach and cling it, the God's word says she clung to Naomi and she made that passionate plea where you go I will go where you stay I will stay your God will be my God your people will be my people and she, Ruth had a pagan past. She had no idea why she felt led to do this. But that faithfully following Naomi led to her finding her kinsman redeemer. So faith is made firm as we faithfully follow. Follow. The fourth week is A, stands for adventurously act. And that week we take a look at the life of Paul. And that quote that sums that up is, my past will never have power over my purpose. Woo! So we take, a, yes. Say that one again.
0: People need my to hear past, it.
1: Yes. My past will never have power over my purpose in the name of Jesus. And so Paul had to not only journey from Saul to Paul. On the road to Damascus, but his missionary journeys, he had to remember who he was in Christ in order to live out the purpose that God had called him to. Right. Through shipwreck, through imprisonment through all the trials that he endured he had to squash his past and say my past will never have power over my purpose and he had to boast in the Lord alone not his accolades not his upbringing not all the things that his status his social status was replaced with this passion for God and so that is week four week five is the V, and that stands for Victoriously Vying, and that week we take a look at the life of David, and the quote that corresponds with that is, we are vying not for victory, but from a position of victory Amen. in Christ, and so David's fight was not for the victory. Um, I know David is Old Testament and are under the New Covenant, we have victory in Christ, but He cried out to God in the Psalms, and he would say, God, how long are you going to hide from me? Why are my enemies triumphing over me? What is going on here? But it never failed at the end of those passages that he's crying out to God. He says, but I'll trust in your unfailing unfa- love. He gives glory to God. He praises God. And he doesn't forget that God is fighting for him. And when God is fighting for him, who can be against Amen. him? And Amen. so that week, we victoriously vie, And then week six, We take a look at the life of Esther as we expectantly experience. There's the E Mm -hmm. and the quote that corresponds with um, that week is when she was prayed up, she could show up because she knew God would follow up. And so God had called Esther for such a time as this to be at a a position, a place of influence in the palace, but she had to trust God's timing and she had to be prayed up and she she called that prayer and fasting, and there was delays and banquets and all kinds of things because God's timing was perfect, but she was where she was in order to expectantly experience what God had placed her there for, and that was the deliverance of her people. And it's just, it's fascinating to me that these brave characters, B-R-A-V-E, Joshua, Caleb, Ruth, Paul, David, and Esther, all rose up yep. because they bowed down before their King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And then the last week, week seven is just the culmination of it all. And it's entitled being brave beyond Bible study because oh. all Bible studies come to an end. All book Bible studies, series, yeah. resources yeah, 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 yeah. come to an end. And so I, God has put in my heart to never leave my reader, my student with like okay the end what's next but for them to reflect okay I've just studied this now what how am I going to practically apply it and so that week you literally go back through those people again and you answer some pointed questions how am I going to live this out
0: so good because the end is the culminating part for for the pages of this book but it's actually the beginning of some mm-hmm. things that God would have done mm-hmm. in their heart, and for them to see it that way, yeah, yeah. so good, so good, yeah. and that makes it a little bit, a little bit more comprehensive that you set it up with a, with the intro and with a con- culminating sense too. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, and now also that, is, it, that took it into more of a significant baby the baby weight of the baby was good the baby was ready to be yeah. out there and I think you should be really proud of her I think you should be really you proud are so of her
1: sweet I love that you're calling her her and it's funny because she and called just like children's and children and siblings are yeah. um, different but they're also this they also have similarities yeah. because they're genetically they share oh, sure. that DNA So
0: Sam how did you pick called, your people? David and, and, and oh. Esther. Were these things yeah. that were stirring yeah. in your heart or
1: Yeah, so the acronym had been stirring. The the yep. acronym for brave had been stirring. And so as I prayed and said, Okay, God, who boldly believed? Right. Who radically reached? Right. Who yep. you know, and as I prayed, he just dropped those into my heart. Little did I know when you look at those names, each one of them have the letter yeah. in their names. not always at the start, First, right. but within their names. Yep. And I love that. I didn't notice that at first. And so that was something that was a lot of fun, too. But just like I was saying with the kids and being similar, brave and called are similar in the structure mm-hmm. of intro, conclusion, meet. They they both have that
0: yep. component. Yep. Well, you know, that that speaks of their author, you, and Holy Spirit. Because Picasso paints paintings, but... He has different periods. He has the circus period, has the blue period, has different things. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they came from Picasso, so there's something about them that the mm-hmm. art art person can d- identify as being a Picasso mm-hmm. painting. These mm-hmm. elements always exist. These things are always there, right? So mm-hmm. if if they were, they don't need to be identical twins, but if they didn't re- be like siblings, then they didn't come from the same person. Right. And right. so it's beautiful that you just are owning your identity of who you are Because then when people look at it, they go, okay, this is the way she writes her Bible studies. Yeah. Because this has Tabitha, even though this one's different than that one. I think it's fascinating that you chose those people and each person could... Then do a study if they ever wanted to. Again, they could just Mm -hmm. stay with Esther longer if they wanted to. Or maybe they want to know something else about Ruth that they identified with. Or possibly they really want to be those people that are men of a different spirit. Mm -hmm. Joshua and Caleb, They Mm -hmm. like we're going to need to be even more of the people of a different spirit. What was the different spirit? Didn't cower didn't say, mm-hmm. oh, we looked like grasshoppers. They said, no, we can take them. Our God yeah. it's big. Yeah. Those, they, they were brave because they were men of a different spirit. And I think we have to start to stick out more. Mm-hmm. So maybe people will just go, God, I want to study one of these again. And maybe they'll yep. go on a rabbit trail. Some people may put it down and God has not left them. He's put mm-hmm. seeds in them Mm-hmm. That will germinate and grow and later they they won't be able to necessarily say this was it, but it will have come from Brave. So well done. Yeah. Well done, Thank Tabitha. You. So Thank proud you. of you. It's amazing. Aww. It's just amazing. This is a real gift of yours. And amidst all of the cooking meals with the boys during <laughs> pandemic and um, you know, having anniversaries with Steve and going out on having actually vacation time and whatnot. You, you fit it in, and you made it a priority. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal. As we were getting ready for this call, I, I decided that I was actually going to get my little skirt on and put my little jewelry on, not because I need to do that for a podcast, but if Michael wants to go out for lunch later, I'll be ready.
1: Oh, I right? love that. And yes. God said
0: to me, You have never gone out for lunch in your robe. And so sometimes people yeah. just need to be readied for yeah. whatever I'm gonna call them to do, yeah. Rachel. And the readying process sometimes feels like why mm-hmm. am I why am I studying the word? Why why am I writing some things down? I'm not an author. Why am I putting mm-hmm. the and he goes, Because you need to be readying so that when I say time for yeah. lunch, time to go out, you're ready, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I really appreciate that you put pieces together and you obeyed because he told you yeah. it was time. Through another lady, he spoke yeah. to you through another lady, yeah. but you already had that sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, and she kind of blew wind in your sails and gave you extra bravery. Yes. And yeah. we need to do that with one another.
1: Okay. So I am like chomping at the bit here to hear the story of he speaks, because as you're saying this, I know he speaks probably was much like that. You have been ready, prepared in preparation for quite some time. And so what was the like go time for you? What was the thing God did that said, Rachel now, like do this now?
0: Well, I I do know that he told me now there were two things during this time of pandemic and being on quarantine one was when i put out this identity series on youtube those things very much like brave were Mm -hmm. sitting in the can but it wasn't even that i uh didn't think they were worthy i didn't think they were finished Mm -hmm. right i i wanted them to have like a full online course. And I wanted them to have more meat to them than they did. And, and people were already watching everything they could on Netflix. Mm-hmm. People who are book readers were reading the, the books that were on the side of their bed that they thought they'd never get to. And it was early. It was probably the first part of March. God said, get these things out now and use mm-hmm. them all through April because people have time and I did hear this sense of like the gun going off and I was a runner in high school and I was a hurdler and I felt like he was shooting the gun off and going I don't care what hurdles you got to jump over jump over them as fast as you can and get them out so Mm. I didn't apologize for it I started going forward and that same sort of thing started happening with he speaks and what Mm. happened with that is um Tabitha I want to debunk something. I, I am a woman of the word. I love the word. I memorize the word. I sing the word. I I teach the word I in a Bible study. But God didn't write a book and then never speak mm. again. Mm. And there are people that have either been taught that if you didn't see mm. it in 2 Timothy verse 1, you know, chapter 1 verse 2, then you didn't hear it. And God mm. speaks to us. And so mm. he's been speaking to me through journaling for years, and one of the things that I was taught probably 20 years ago was to sit and still myself, focus on God, and then ask him like a prompt question, and that prompt question was, the Lord says my daughter, and then there was just an ellipsis that I would put in there, uh-huh. and, and then you just wait, so you sit and still yourself, You focus on Jesus or God, you know, whatever, and you say, the Lord says my daughter, and then Mm. write down what you get. So Mm. I had been doing this for years. Now, I also have another way of journaling, and that is when I read the scriptures, Let's say I've picked a chapter. Let's say I picked five verses or whatever. Whatever blinks at me, like mm-hmm. this is this is the verse, then I write it at the top of the page and I respond to it. I ask mm. questions of God. I but mainly I'm kind of almost doing what I'm doing now blah yeah. blah blah. God, I yeah, got to yeah. go to the I got to go speak to these people and I'm really glad that you told me you know the listening journals are different. Yeah. They are not me yakking at God. They are me <laughs> Trying so hard to just be still and write down what I hear. What I found is that God will speak and he wants to speak more than we Mm -hmm. even know if we just quiet ourselves. So you may get a picture. Hmm. You may hear something. Like Hmm. not an audible voice. I have never heard the audible voice of God. But in my spirit, I hear him. And one thing that I put in the book is that it often sounds like your own voice. Mm -hmm. It is your voice. It's the voice of the Spirit in you, you but it's the (laughs) Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I've never written down anything in my journals that is anti-biblical. Right. Now, I've written things that are extra biblical. Because if God says, don't be anxious today, I've got your schedule, I can't find that in Scripture. Right. But I can find, don't be anxious Right. Play about everything do you get what i'm saying right so exactly but it's not anti-biblical people get thrown off if ever you talk about anything extra biblical they think that's not biblical no it's i think just... it's
1: yeah i think it's biblical application yes it's saying and that's you know that's the heart of bible study you don't just study it to just become this fat lazy christian you study it to apply it For it to be life-changing. So I think what you're saying with he, you know, the way he speaks to us is, yes, he speaks to us through his word scripturally, but he he wants us to not just be hearers of the word, but doers. So there's, there is a a process between the hearing and the doing to figure out
0: what does that look like? Correct. And I know my pastor, Stuart Briscoe, used to say, you study the word and you read it so that you get the what. And then you read it so that you, you get the context, you look at it and you go, okay, so what? Mm -hmm. And then you get the application that's called now what? Mm -hmm. So you got what, so what, now what? Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, the now what is now that I know he speaks to me in scripture through other people, preachers, through music, through nature, through a person who calls you up and says, now's the time to get bravery out. Yeah. Brave out. That's, that's, he speaks. And so now what? Well, now what is I'm going to still myself, believe that he's speaking to me. And here's what happened. I believe that the subtitle of He Speaks is Hearing God's Voice Through Journaling. Mm. Because I do want people to know this isn't just a book that you're going to read. I'm hoping to equip you to hear it as well. And I'm not thinking that I'm the only one that hears from God. I just think we need to uh, hone our skills because I believe... That listening is an art. And there is an art to listening to the voice of God. So here's the deal. The longer I sat, and the more often I sat, the more I could hear him anywhere. I wouldn't have to be in the chair still Mm -hmm. focused on God asking this, the Lord says my daughter. It would just Mm -hmm. be all the time. Because I had so tuned myself to his voice. And like um, like the part in scripture where... Samuel hears a voice and he goes to Eli and he goes I didn't call you and then he gets up again because he hears a voice and he goes to Eli and he says I didn't call you finally Eli perceives it says in scripture that the Lord was speaking to Samuel mm-hmm. so he said go lie down if it happens again say speak Lord your servant hears uh, and it's kind that he speaks is believing he does and then yeah. he's saying speak Lord your servant hears can yeah. I write it down Tabitha at first My first journals were things like, I love you. And I'd sit there. Oh, I better write it down. I love you. And then it would be like, you got anything else? (laughs) And I would hear God go, "Mm, you could write it again because I love you. Mm. And I believe my identity talk and knowing who I am came out of some of those first things like, I don't have anything else I want to tell you until you know. That you know, that you know, not in your head, but I love you. You are going to have me in tears. (laughs) Yeah. And so I would sit there and go, and then sometimes it would be like, so just be you. Mm -hmm. Or I love who I made you to be. Could you just, could you just be you? And so like the don't compare, don't compete, celebrate my, my t-shirts, my mantra. It's not like, Ooh, what could be clever? It's like in me. Yeah. Yeah. And it came out of times where he speaks. Yes. And he speaks to me. And I believe he speaks to every one of his kids. Yeah. When Isaac comes through the door or when you see Caleb, it's not like you only talk to one of your children. Right. Are right. you kidding me? He's speaking to everyone. Yes. And there's an art to listening. So my hope is that it equips people. Yeah. And so yeah. I have like, it's got my entries in it. Mm-hmm. And it, the as far as the format, thirty-one days because a habit can be formed in a month, yes.
1: and that's purposeful.
0: It's got thirty-one entries along with like a question to consider, uh, a declaration to say out loud, yes. a prayer, and a point to ponder. And then it says, "Now you try it." The yes. Lord says, "My daughter." Now here's what yeah. happened. I then I include a blank page. Mm-hmm. I believe it's going to come with a workbook as well. Yeah, yeah. And workbook, not really. It's going to be like He speaks, I'm listening. And in that workbook, I've had some good ideas. I've asked some people and it's gonna have some of my artwork. It's gonna have some actual pages from my you see my handwriting. Does that make sense? And actual pages. Because otherwise we could all just go get our favorite moleskin at Target and that's fine. It's not like you have to have my journal workbook companion. But I got to thinking if I have my artwork, my pages, things that are like my process, Mm -hmm. then it might invite somebody to keep going after the one month is done. Yes. So I just, I have a good feeling about it. I really do.
1: I love it. And as you're sharing about it, like, I I just, I have this excitement and expectation for Mm. how God is going to use it in my own life. Like, Mm. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. Like, I just Mm. feel that, like you said, it's a, a, there's a lost art to listening to God because the world we live in is getting louder and more chaotic and to just carve out that time to truly hear his voice, like you said, not audibly, but within us, because he indwells us yes. if we are children of God.
0: Yeah.
1: And I've had women ask me that very question that you addressed. They said, but how do I know that it's God's voice and not just me thinking it or me processing it? And I loved how you said it's not anti-biblical, it's extra-biblical, meaning we can test God's voice or His call or what He's prompting us to do or whatever verbiage you want to use to say it by testing it with the Word of God. Right. Is it in line with Scripture? Is what He's at? I, I have you on my heart today, and I want to call and encourage Rachel and, and pray over her. And maybe it'll be the very time that you are formatting He, he Speaks or something exactly. like that. But, but He prompts me to call you and pray with you. Is that anti-biblical? No, because we're called to love one another. We're pro- called to pray for one another. We're called to put other people's interest above our own. I could rattle yep. off so all this yep. scripture. Yep. So if that is in line with the word of God, and that is in you, then that's not, okay, it's your thought that you had, but you can absolutely chalk it up to God speaking that to your heart.
0: Exactly. In that moment. That's a really good way to put it. And and I, I did tell, in the beginning of the book, I tell about being chastised by this one woman, and she told me, you cannot do this. And she sent me all sorts of websites about how you can't mm-hmm. listen. And I appreciate that. And I put my little journal away for probably about a year, Tabitha, and I was dying on the vine. I was withering away because, um, because I wasn't having the voice of God speaking directly to me as well. And I never write down anything that you wouldn't find in Scripture. In fact, some people may read it and go, Okay, what about that? And it'll say things like, Don't be anxious about anything. Pray about everything. Or it'll be things like, I go before you and I'm your rear guard. Well, all those are scripture. But yes. I wouldn't know to put them down if I hadn't already read them and have them right. in my head. But right. then he's basically speaking it back to me again. right? Exactly. And the other thing is I never wrote down anything like, today go rob a bank. Because I would go <laughs> like, I don't, think, I don't think that's God's no, voice. don't think that's God's voice. And it yeah. helped me when I think about the talks that I give about what does the voice of the accuser sound like? What does mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's voice sound like? And what does your flesh or your own voice sound like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It helped me develop some of these talks because I'm not just developing talks. this is like coming out of the he mm-hmm. speaks time, right mm-hmm. So I, I would say that God when you when people say how do I know whether it's God's voice, I believe God speaks to us, and even when he corrects us, he's kind. Because it says it's mm-hmm. his kindness that leads us to repentance. Yeah, So yeah. the voice of uh, the accuser always makes you feel accused, condemned. It ties you to your past. It doesn't tell you about mm-hmm. your future, or your destiny. Mm-hmm. So all of the times that I sat with him made it more clear. It's like when you go into the bank and you're um, going to be trained. Stuart Briscoe told me this story when I interviewed him. You look at the real mm-hmm. dollars and Mm -hmm. the authentic thing first Mm -hmm. before you Mm -hmm. look at the counterfeit Mm -hmm. because it helps you know. So the longer I sat with them, the more, and now I can hear a counterfeit voice because I know, oh, I don't feel loved. I don't feel accepted. I don't feel approved. I feel condemned and chastised and accused. Now that's the enemy's voice. So it kind of helps you. And I'm, I'm hoping to hone people's skills to even open up to words that they may be getting in a coffee shop where they could go over. Now, mm-hmm. We know that Jesus got words of knowledge cuz he talked to the lady at the woman right. at the well with he knew stuff about her. There was no right. way for him to know cuz he was directly hearing yes. from God, right? Yes. And that is when people go, oh, I want to know your God. So yeah. the more into it's practicing the art of listening and through journaling right now is how I want it to be because later you don't yeah. need a journal with you. You'll just be hearing yeah. the voice. And the last thing I would say to you along, sorry, now I'm just rattling. Um, (laughs) I love it. Is the longer I've walked with God, it says we have the mind of Christ Mm -hmm. and it says the spirit of God indwells the believer. Mm -hmm. So I used to have a thought and I'd think, is that just a Rachel thought or is that a Holy Spirit thought? And the longer I've walked with him, the longer I've tried to just obey his voice and try to do Mm -hmm. my yes as quickly as possible and be obedient. Now, instead of, it's probably a Rachel voice, but it could be a God voice. Now I'm like, it's probably a God voice. Mm-hmm. It yeah. could be a Rachel voice. Does that yeah. make sense? It's, yes. The scale has tipped yeah. now to me. Where, yeah. And the funny thing is I was writing in the introduction of He Speaks, and I was typing on my laptop, and I had written the phrase, okay, because I kind of want to settle people down who are going to get their undies in a wad about this book. <laughs> and I said, okay have you ever been driving somewhere and somebody's name pops into your head or you get a picture of them or you think you're just supposed to call them and you don't know why that's kind of like it god can speak to you through a picture through a sound through a smell through a phrase you know he's always speaking so tune yourself in i kid you not i'm typing this sentence and my phone rings and my friend calls me and she said you just popped into my mind right now and we have this common friend and her son needs prayer now. And I know that you will war for this one. And I said, so-and-so, I am right. She goes, are are you okay? Can I interrupt you right now? I said, well, I'm working on a book, but I want to just read to you what paragraph I just wrote. And I said, the voice of God can come in at any time and it kind of sounds like have you ever been and I wrote riding in a car somebody oh. pops into your mind and so you know you're just supposed to call him and I was kind of like yay
1: <laughs> I know and I love that's another really sweet and intimate part of God's voice is that it's a confirming voice too he'll affirm and confirm when he speaks it amen to remind you hey Rachel it's not you I'm a, I'm all over this. Yep. Look at how I'm working behind the scenes. And he and I love that with you know how your narrative flipped in your mind and it was more about his word and less about you doubting yep. that it is coming from you because that comes from hiding God's word in our hearts yes. so that we might not sin, so that we will recognize that truth, that voice of truth. And I was just having a conversation with a friend yesterday. Because we were talking about the Esther quote. When she was prayed up, she could show up because she knew God would would follow follow up. And we were talking about how, like you were saying, with the preparedness, we just have to be ready. We have to be prayed up. We have to be in the Word. We have to be ready for whatever it is God wants us to show up for. And the enemy works overtime to silence us. He works overtime to put a muzzle on our mouth to keep us silent He tried that with you for a year Mm -hmm. for you to Mm -hmm. doubt that. Mm -hmm. He works overtime. And I think the narrative has to be switched. And we have to say, you will not silence us enemy. We're going to silence you, not only in our own lives, but we're going to bring some other women that need to hear this because we're going to speak it out. They're going to start believing it so they can silence you too, because we have to put the enemy in his place. He has no authority in our hearts and minds.
0: Amen. He has no authority unless we give it. Because yes. it says all authority has been given to me, and if I have M and M's on a table and I take all the M and M's and give you mm-hmm. none, then that means I have them all. It's mm-hmm. only if I give over some to you mm-hmm. when you start, you know, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then that means somebody has none unless mm-hmm. we gave it away. Yeah. So power. I wish you exemplary.
1: had some M and M's right
0: now. you can pass, <laughs> I, know, it pass screen. I can <laughs> pass them through the. I can pass them through the screen to you. So I am excited about it. Do you think that the possible journal idea is good? Nobody has to buy one. Yeah. They can. Yeah.
1: I love it. And I love that it would have some of your illustrations. I just, I think that's part of like God speaking it to, to your heart and how he revealed it to you. And, and like you said, it's available. It's not like they have to. Right, right. Get that portion but, of it. There's so. two
0: reasons why I wanted it. Number one, there's pages in the book. So after mm-hmm. you get done, um, let me tell you one other thing. But after you get done with the, um, the prompt and then writing, mm-hmm. like let's say you did it for two months and you only got one phrase, then that book could be used again because there's still right. more room in that right, page. Right. But later, w- what if you wanted to just put it with He Speaks? You would have mm-hmm. another thing where you could practice. And my, yes. my point is there's an art to listening to the voice of God. And yeah. so to keep going, any skill... Has to be right. practiced. I don't care if yeah. you're a basketball player, a piano player, a singer, right. doing your math facts. You right. got to keep at them. So this is a skill that yeah is is honed better when you practice. And yeah. I don't and I don't say that in a when you said prayed up all that. This is not performance. No, no, it's no. It's no. not right. like the only way to hear God is if you practice. Well when you want something, you go after it. So it's not about performing for God, but expecting that he speaks. So you go sit down and do that.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. And one other little,
0: one other little change was after I sat with God for a long, long time and I got things like, I love you. I love you. Just be you. I made you. I'm proud of you. La, la, la. I couldn't write the prompt. The Lord says my daughter. Even though God is waiting for the sons and daughters of Christ to arise, you know, on the earth, I had to write the Lord says my love
1: Mm.
0: because it felt more authentically what he was like, like that it was just going to be a love comment he was going to give. So I talk about that. And so that's why my prompt changes for everybody to Mm. the Lord says my love because we're the beloved. So we get to just be put the period there loved. I love that. Yeah. Ah, I cannot wait. Is there anything else that you want to, well, here, tell us about Brave, or is there anything you want to say to the shout out to the gals that are doing it? Is there any heart that you have for people that are going to listen to this and have never heard of it, but they're going to be doing it because they will hear about Brave?
1: Yeah, I, I... Honestly, Rachel, I'm just filled up by this conversation. Like, I've just been so blessed and encouraged just hearing from your heart and being able to share from mine. And so, really and truly, like, if I were to just sum up our conversation, Mm. it would be that this listener, whoever you are, you are loved. You are loved by God and he calls you into an active, ongoing relationship with him so he can speak to you daily. Yeah. He's calling you into like, deeper places with him so that you can your reach can be beyond what you think is possible. You can go beyond that into brave new places confidently because he's on your side and you're not alone. You're ne- you will never, ever be alone. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And he goes with you in battle, a battle that he has already won on your behalf. So you are loved. Spend time with him today and tomorrow and every day forward because he just desires that every single day and there there are glorious riches beyond what you can ask or imagine or even comprehend waiting for you every single day that you get into his word
0: yeah amen that's so good yeah i agree tabitha Mm -hmm. i really do that's so good well all right i have a verse that i want to pray over you as a blessing and That right there was a blessing over our audience, just the real truth that God is seeking us and that he's speaking to us and that he loves everyone Mm -hmm. listening right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Briefly, just pray for our audience, and I want to pray for you and brave. And then thank you for doing this, Tabitha. You're welcome. It's been
1: so much fun. Yeah, glad to have you. All right. Well, Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you for conversation, Lord, first of all with you and then with one another here. Lord, I love the the imagery of that vertical relationship with you and when that is when that is good and that is ongoing and it's alive and active, then our relationship with one another, our horizontal relationship, and it forms that cross there, that can be good and active and ongoing. And so these conversations that we're having, Lord, we start by having them with you, Lord, praying and asking you to help us and to help us rightly divide your word and then discern it and then be able to apply it to everyday living, Lord, so that we can have those conversations with others. And God, i I just thank you for this conversation, Rachel, and I have had. And I pray right now for the listeners as they wrap this up listening to this podcast, that they would then go have conversations with others, Lord, and spread your word and not shrink back yeah. and silence the voice of the enemy so that he will not silence them. And so, God, I just thank you. I pray blessing over the listeners. Yes. I pray whatever whatever they're struggling with right now, whatever they're questioning, doubting, feeling fear or insecure about, Lord, in the name of Jesus, would you remind them that they are more than conquerors, that you have overcome this world, Mm. that they don't have to be afraid, they don't have to be insecure, they do not have to shrink back, that they can be bold and confident and brave warriors for Christ so lord we pray all of this i pray blessing over rachel over he speaks lord over the timing of it over the way it is to be published and then distributed and the hands and hearts that it will get in into and the the way that it will change lives and allow others to truly go deeper in their relationship with you to to go beyond just words on a page of the bible but it would Just take root Mm. down deep in their heart, Lord, so that that fruit could be produced. Lord, we just love you. We praise you. We just thank you so much for this conversation and those conversations that will be influenced because of it. In Jesus name. Mm. Amen.
0: So God, I thank you for what you're doing in Tabitha. I thank you for this time today. I pray God that you would bless her. I pray that you would replenish her rest. I just speak rest over her at night, God. I thank you that you are always speaking to her. I pray that you would continue to bless her marriage and her boys. I I pray that you would continue to bring them all together to always send them out, Lord, that they would gather, they would enjoy each other and they would scatter into the world to be salt and light that you've called them to be. Thank you for Tabitha's heart. Thank you for her marriage with Steve and thank you for the mighty men that she's raising. Thank you for this book that she is working on right now about brave and we're going to call it a she lord i pray that you'd bless (laughs) her i pray that you'd bless the people that are working Mm -hmm. through the bible study that they would gain something that they did not even know they needed Mm -hmm. and then lord whatever they're searching for i pray that they would find it and lord Mm -hmm. i thank you that you don't hide from us that you hide so that when we find it we're delighted like an Mm -hmm. easter egg hunt the best thing Mm -hmm. ever is to search after things of god and you watch lord you watch with delight to see us discuss and uncover things and truths of Uh you. So I pray that you'd bless each of the women. And I pray, Lord, that the expanse of it, wherever it goes, whether it's to coaches and counselors and schools and whatever it is, Lord, we just bless what you're doing, knowing that you have a plan with that. Mm -hmm. And let me pray this over the whole audience and over you, Tabitha. This is from Hebrews 13. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant equip you with everything good that you may do his will working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever yes Amen. amen amen oh I love it thank you for chatting with me and taking your time and I'm just I'm thrilled God put us together he's a good God
1: he is he is this has been a blessing, as yeah. always. Yeah.
0: Okay, as always. well, bless you. See All ya. right. Love Bye. you. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.